hello, and welcome to episode 0.5, uh, is what I'm going to call it, of uh, Rated M Gaming Podcast. Uh, the reason I'm calling it half an episode is because that's kind of what it's going to be. Um, I am uh, your host, Alex, and uh, I am your only host today. Um, we will have, uh, you know, additional hosts, two, uh, two additional hosts, uh, in the um, in future episodes, in the next episode, uh, and that's going to be John and John, uh, so we look forward to that. But uh, this, uh, the, the, the idea of this episode, this, uh, this half an episode, I guess, if, if you want to call it, um, is going to basically be just to build the name up a little bit, and just to kind of let you guys know that we're here, um, and uh, just trying to get, build that name up, you know? We are going to be involving fans in a lot of what we do here in the future, uh, kind of getting you guys involved with either fan art or maybe some spotlights, uh, get your ideas on reviews, you know, so uh, you know, one lucky fan <laughs> will be able to kind of do that uh, once every few episodes, So, uh, which brings me to the point we don't really have a schedule yet of what our releases are going to be as far as our episodes go. Uh, when we're going to release them, when we're going to record them, and that's due to a, a lot of uh, you know scheduling conflicts. And you know, as as I said in in the summary of the show, um, as I wrote in the summary of the show, you know, we're just a bunch of average Joes. We love video games. That's what we do for fun. We have uh, you know day jobs. We have lives. We have uh, um, either wives now or soon to be wives, and how we attain those is still a mystery. But um, we we do do we do uh, we are involved in other things other than gaming, but um, our gaming is our uh, our love. That's what we love to do. So, um, kind of a an introduction of myself. As I said, my name is Alex, and I am the host uh, of the show. And um, I have been. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, this sounds like a AA meeting, but I've been gaming for a while, and we'll leave it at that. Start out with the NES as. Most gamers of my generation have, you know, uh, with Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers. Um, when I got my NES, uh, it wasn't prepackaged with Super Mario Brothers yet. It was just Duck Hunt, and um, yeah, I hated that game a lot. But um, you know, I that, that was my uh, that was my genre. You know, that, that's that's not genre, but that's that's what I first started getting into. That was my first console, and then just kind of expanded after that. Um, you know. Uh, Super Nintendo is still my favorite console to date. Um, I do enjoy, you know, your, you know, your, uh, my 360. I love. I love my PS3, uh, my Wii. I, uh, <laughs> well, you know, it was more of a of a fad thing. Although the Wii U is something that interests me, and that's something we'll go over um, a little uh, a little later in this uh, in this episode as far as launch dates and game launches and you know what they have really in store, which is actually pretty exciting. Considering it's a Nintendo product, to see them really um, kind of just keep up with, uh, try to keep up, I guess, uh, with uh, with current gen consoles. Now they're still going to be behind, at least I feel so. You know, once the the, the next gen consoles come out, but uh, you know, this is a, at least a step in the right direction for for Nintendo. But again, this is for later on. Um, continuing with the introduction, um, you know, we we all have our favorite game, our game that really got us into whatever genre it was that uh that inspired us or that you know my my genre personally is uh is uh, jrpgs um and uh 
you know, I started out with uh, with Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Um, I, my favorite game is uh, still to date uh, is uh, is it's a tie really between uh, Chrono Trigger just because that I just loved playing that game and the fact that you <laughs> a game that hard has replay value because I mean honestly it, it, it's not like you just played through it like you would a Call of Duty you know where it's eight hours you know ten hours of gameplay max. I mean, I, I put in a lot of hours worth of gameplay into Chrono Trigger, and um, so to have multiple endings like that and still have that kind of replay value and be that long of a game is pretty impressive. Um, and then uh, the other game that I was torn between is uh, is Final Fantasy III, and you know, it introduced to me the. It, the, the, the strategy that other games really did because you had all these all these potential you know play, play uh, I guess people on your team um, and they all had different specialties now granted most of them were repeated you know like with different warriors and you know different mages and etc cetera, etc cetera. but um it really introduced a, a whole level of strategy and you know not to uh, the the actual you know villain in the game actually succeeded in what he was doing as far as uh, destroying you know the world so that's pretty impressive to me too because that's not something you typically see in any kind of game whether it be RPG or you know you know FPS or whatever it is they typically don't succeed at the end they may win battles throughout but they normally do not succeed so that was kind of interesting to see and kind of fun and that that's really one of the most fond memories I have. <laughs> most fun memory I have is, uh, is a guy destroying the world. That's fantastic. I need fucking help. Anyway, so, um, that's, uh, just kind of a brief introduction of myself. Now, uh, a kind of an overview of what to expect for the show. The show is going to be, um, based on our reviews of certain games, so what, um, what we're hoping to do here is review... Uh, a, uh, a new game, and by new, I don't necessarily mean new release, but you know, uh, a game from a current gen console. And we will also be reviewing a um, a retro game. So um, retro, in in our eyes, in most eyes, as anything um, PS One and under, we will, for the sake of you know, of of, of the name do uh, be covering PS2, Xbox, and GameCube games as well. Um, they're not really retro, they're just slightly older games, but because they're not current gen, we're going to be covering those under the retro as well. That's Obviously, they're not retro. Leave your comments, you know, your pissed off comments if you'd like. But um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the other thing we're going to be doing is covering news, which, um, again, this is going to be a short episode, but I will be covering a little bit of news today just to kind of, uh, you know, fill the episode a little bit. And um, we're going to be covering, um, you know, new releases, upcoming releases, what we're excited about, uh, and uh, we'll also be covering any kind, of, uh, any kind of movement in the retro world as well, you know. Uh, we see things happen, uh, we hear about things happening, you know, with retro games being re-released on, you know, as DL, you know, downloadable content, DLC on, on current, um, current 
gen consoles. You know, you got Chrono Trigger on PS3 and Final Fantasy VII. Uh, you know, all these uh, games that are resurfacing that are cult classics or are um, I mean, not necessarily cult classics anymore, but are um, have have like a, a sense of uh, nostalgia and a sense of childhood for a lot of people. So. Um, you know, the, the, these games that are resurfacing will be covering that as well because, you know, that's, that's really important to us. I, I, you know, the, 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 the foundation of gaming is based on a lot of those games. Uh, a lot of what these guys are doing, you know, they, they, they were inspired by a lot of these games. So, you know, it's important to, to not forget where we came from. That's why we're going to be covering a lot of these, uh, a lot of these retro, um, you know, retro news, I guess is what we're going to call it. And we'll... <laughs> I guess we'll discuss that, but uh, so we'll be doing that as well, and um, you know we will have every few episodes we're going to have what we're going to call a game spotlight, and game spotlight is going to basically be it's it's not necessarily a review because we're going to have our two reviews, but the game spotlight or it might be a producer spotlight, you know something related to gaming. Um, it could be a you know a specific company, a specific character, so. You know, if I want to spotlight Cloud, if I want to spotlight, you know, Blizzard, if I want to spotlight, you know, Chrono Trigger, if I want to spotlight any one of those things uh, are basically fair game. And we're just going to kind of give you a brief overview on everything. You know, things maybe some facts you may not know, uh, just kind of fun tidbits of information that you'll never use in your life again. But our good conversation starters, and um, we'll probably give your wife, if you have one, uh, a reason to rethink their marriage. But um, just give me one second here as I pop open my brewski. And uh, all right. So here we go. What are we going to be um, covering today as far as what we're going to be covering today, I should say, as far as news goes? Again, I'm not going to be doing um, too much along the lines of news, but uh, I've got three topics that I want to cover. And the first being um, a free Connect game that uh, that was launched on uh, on the 360, and uh, we love free things here, and I'm sure you do there as well. So free things, it's uh, it's called Discovered. It's free uh, again. It's uh, it's a Connect game, so you must own the Connect in order to use it. And I hate that I actually have to say that, but you know this is a this is a world full of idiots and morons and. Etc. Etc. So anyway, um, what it basically is, and, and, and you know, side note here, it is going to kind of include a few big names like Chris Evans, uh, and uh, it's also going to include uh, LMFAO. So um, the whole premise of the game is you have to show what it takes to be a superstar. Uh, so you have to. Um, it, it's going to give you input on the screen. So it's going to tell you, you know. Action scene, you know, get ready, and you're in a shootout, and you have to basically um, position yourself and respond to the on-screen inputs. Uh, so it's it's kind of interesting, you know, for being a free game. You know, it's not like we can really complain too much. You know, free is free. You know, it, it'd probably be great for a party, um, and it's. <laughs> You're probably wondering why it's free, and the main reason that it's it's actually free is because it's it's really just a marketing ploy. Um, it's it's basically Ultrabook is just promoting their line of notebooks through this game, but no, nevertheless, it's a free game, just like downloading a free app with a ton of ads on your phone. So um, there's that. 
another thing, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the smaller scale news that we're going to be covering. Just kind of a nice little little tidbit there. But um, Resident Evil 6, one week in. Yep, one week in. And what are we having already? We're, we are getting DLCs. We're getting our first wave of DLC. One week in to the game's release. Now, some of you may be pissed off at the fact. Some of you may be excited. Um, and honestly... For, for once, I, I can actually say that I'm excited about Resident Evil 6's uh, DLC, or Resident Evil, any kind of DLC within the first week. And the main reason why is because it's free. <laughs> it's free. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that's something that I feel that if it wasn't free, would really be a problem. Because this game is only a week old, and I just hate purchasing a game, buying a game, one week, two weeks go by. And I'm already starting to get bombarded with DLCs. Now, I don't necessarily have a problem with DLC because I feel like they do, in some cases, enhance uh, or you know elongate the actual game. And in some cases, that's that's a good thing. I'm assuming if you're downloading, if you're doing any DLCs, you're enjoying the the actual game to begin with. But um, the uh, you know the fact that it's one week in and you're getting DLCs is you know is kind of uh, kind of disheartening. Uh, you know, I, I have a problem with that. You know, there, there's no reason why those things. I, I understand they have a, a timeline. They have to get it. You know, have to get it out by you know by an actual time, an actual date. They have to have the game finished. They have to get it out. They have to get it. You know, I, I get all that. The problem that I have is that at what cost? You know, these these are things that they clearly. Because the DLC, just to kind of give you, the DLC is just an include an additional difficulty level, and it's going to carry. Uh, it's going to have a, a little bit more content for Ada Wong's missions. Um, now, in order to get to Ada Wong's missions, you have to uh, beat the game in a. a I believe it's I can't remember if it's normal or if it's the the most difficult setting. Um, I don't have Resident Evil Six yet. Um, and I'll get to that in a second, but um, even still, it, these are things that could have clearly been put into the game um, to begin with, and you know they were they were obviously strapped for time. They're like, look, we're just going to have to cut this, and we're going to uh, we're going to have to continue continue development of this, but we're just going to have to um, get it to the public via DLC. Um, and I think DLC is is giving a lot of these uh, a lot of these companies reason to maybe cut corners for the initial game because hey we'll, we'll fix it in a patch we'll fix it you know uh you know we'll, we'll we'll fix it with dlc you know we'll add it with dlc things like that now adding it is cool but if if it's something that should have or could have been put into the original game but because of cutting corners wasn't i have a problem with that anyway the point of all this, after my little tangent there, is that there will be DLC coming, and the first wave will be coming uh, here shortly uh, for the uh, for, for the Resident Evil 6, and that will be on both consoles. Um, and uh, back to uh, why I don't have Resident Evil 6 is I've kind of lost it a little bit for the uh, for the Resident Evil franchise. Um, I believe still to this day that the best installment is Resident Evil 2. And you can try to change my mind. It's not going to happen. Resident Evil 2 is the best Resident Evil game to date, period. Um, Resident Evil 4 got me back into the series a little bit. 
I enjoyed it. Uh, Resident Evil 5 pushed me right back out. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm afraid of Resident Evil 6. Will I red box it? Probably not. Um, because, you know, I might, I might, I may, if I, if I get a free game rental and I can try it out for, for two days for $2 and 50 cents, I'll do that. I'll try it out for two days. Um, so, but you know, I, I've just been let down, uh, with the, with the Resident Evil franchise and based on the reviews, I have a couple friends who have Resident Evil 6. I have, uh, I have one guy that says it is absolutely phenomenal, but then again, all he plays is Resident Evil. He has, you know, every every installment uh, from one to six, including all the uh, ridiculous um, minis, like uh, or not minis. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, <laughs> all the other ridiculous installments, uh, like Nemesis and things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, of course, he's going to tell me it's great. Then I have another buddy who uh, who has the game and. Is, is is not blown away by it, but he he does somewhat like it. Um, and based on his uh, his gaming history and what he normally plays, you know, I, I he doesn't really have anything to, to tie back to. He's this is his first Resident Evil game, as as hard as that is to believe. His first Resident Evil game, and um, which really all all these games tend to tie back to a different game in the series or. <clears throat> so it, it's kind of important, I think, to to really if you're going to play Resident Evil to play one, start with one. If you've never if you've never played a Resident Evil game ever, um, again, I haven't played six. I have an idea of what the story is, but if if you haven't played a Resident Evil game, and there's not very many of you, but if you haven't, you have to start with one and work your way up. Period. Um, it's an introduction to a lot of the uh, the original cast, introduction to the virus itself, introduction um, to uh, to a lot of the, uh, the the different creatures and different villains. So it, it's I, I believe um, it's important to, to start from the beginning with this particular series. Other series you can get away with, but this series in particular, you have to start with one. Um, <clears throat> and moving on, uh, the last bit of news. Um, that I have here is uh, related to the uh, to the Wii U and the Wii. Um, we'll start off with the uh, with the Wii itself, and this is good news for parents, especially coming around um, you know Christmas time. You know, gas prices as high as they are, and they are high. Uh, the um, the Wii, not the Wii U, the Wii um, has um, has dropped in price. Um, and that's good news for any parent who's struggling and their kid wants a Wii U or they want, you know, because let's just face it, these consoles are expensive and the Wii U is going to be 350 and 300 So yeah, that's expensive for, for any console. But the Wii itself has dropped to $130, $129.99. And that's great news for parents. Um, it's going to uh, have two games included instead of one. It's going to include. Uh, it's going to have prepackaged Wii Sports and prepackaged Wii Sports Resort, and that's all going to be on a single disc. So you're not going to have two discs uh, floating around. Uh, and it uh, it will be the black console that's going to have that. It'll have the matching black controller and uh, black nunchuck, all that good stuff. Um, so that's uh, that's really exciting. And um, 
you know that that's that's really good to hear. Uh, you know, especially for again for parents. Um, now the Wii U itself. It's uh, it's set to launch uh, on November eighteenth, two thousand twelve. What a shocker! <laughs> and uh, the um, the let me, let me just tell you that the, the game lineup that I'm seeing for the for the Wii U, what even though you know it may be a little dated because a lot some of these games have already been uh, have come out on the uh, <clears throat> on the bigger consoles. It's still impressive to see Nintendo making this move. Um, the uh, the some of the games that I uh, that I, I'm gonna go ahead and spotlight are gonna be Arkham City on Nintendo Wii U. What? Yes. Um, Black Ops uh, completely redone for the Wii U. Yep. And it actually looks, based on the on the on the video trailers that I've seen, <clears throat> so much more polished, so much more polished than uh, than any of the previous uh, COD games on the uh, on the Wii. Uh, I mean, it, it's 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 very very impressive. For Nintendo, um, if it were any other console, I'd say this is still somewhat mediocre. But for Nintendo, it's a big deal, and it's 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 kind of nice to see them kind of focusing in a, a little bit more on the hardcore gamers because that's something that they've really, you know, not done in the in the past. Uh, and even though you know, basically, all the hardcore gamers grew up with Nintendo, you know, they've stayed on that same level. Hardcore gamers grew up. Nintendo did not. Now they're starting to cater a little bit more to that that generation that started with them, which is really nice. Um, and uh, the, another game, which this one really blew my mind, is uh, Ninja Gaiden for Nintendo. We all know, and if you don't, Ninja Gaiden is very, very gruesome. It's gory. I mean, we're talking about decapitations, full blood, and all that is going to be shown on the game for the Nintendo Wii U. That's exciting um, for all the hardcore gamers. Now... It's not a Nintendo launch without, you know, <laughs> a Super Mario Brothers, you know, a, a Mario anywhere. So um, the uh, it will include, um, or not include. I'm sorry. Uh, it will. Uh, you will have the uh, launch date. I believe is going to be um, Super Mario Brothers Wii U, which um, is going to be exciting as well. Uh, you know, because I don't care how hardcore you are, playing Mario is still fun. Period, and um, <clears throat> you also have your, um, you know, your, your 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 staples, you know, or your what you've come to expect from from Nintendo, you know, your your uh, new Sonic Racer game, um, yeah, Tori Toki uh, will also be. We'll have Pikmin coming in spring, Pikmin three. So for all those Pikmin uh, super fans, which are out there, uh, that's exciting as well. Now um, the uh, Wii U will not come. The um, the 32 gig will come prepackaged with a game. Uh, so 349.99 gets you a 32 gig Wii U, and it also gets you Nintendo Land. Uh, Nintendo Land, uh, go figure, is going to be a uh, series of mini games. <laughs> they are going to be a little more interesting, a little more developed, and they're going to be based on uh, the characters of the Nintendo world. So they're going to involve them as well, um, and. Uh, so it's, it should be a little bit more impressive and exciting than Wii Play, which was uh, originally launched and prepackaged with a uh, with the Wii. So it, it should be a lot better than that, um, based on what I've seen. But uh, you know, it's a typical Nintendo. You know, where we're gonna we're gonna give you a uh, a series of mini games to start with and then go from there. <clears throat> uh, 
Um, the gaming pad, you will it will include one gaming pad. Uh, the second gaming pad, I, I still have yet to see any news of whether or not they are going to be selling additional gaming pads. I would imagine they would be pretty expensive. They're probably going to retail at, like, I would guess, around $79.99 or $100. Um, but I haven't seen anything on them yet. Uh, you, know, the, you will be able, if you're, if you're upgrading from a Wii to a Wii U, you'd still be able to use your, your controllers that you currently have, so no worries there. But, um, you know, the... It, you know the the whole Wii U idea I think is great, um, and uh, just to kind of you know close up this new story. Um, will I be getting a Wii U? I believe I will, um, and uh, the main reason is I I just feel and my fiance also feels that if it's Nintendo, we have to we have to own it uh, just for. The sake of um, of the game, regardless of whether we enjoy the console or not, we have to own it. I can be honest, and I can tell you that I haven't used my Wii in quite some time. My Xbox and my PS3, my 360, and my PS3 get plenty of workout. My Wii um, has turned into that you know fat uncle who hasn't uh, hasn't worked out in in years. So. Um, Anyway, <laughs> before I start rambling here, that's uh, that's going to conclude the news uh, this time around. And if you've stuck around this far, thank you very much. <laughs> I know uh, I know listening to just one guy talking about bullshit is uh, is really hard to do. So I appreciate you doing it, um, and I, I really hope you tune in uh, for upcoming episodes. It will get better, guys. I promise you. We will have two additional guys, and these these fuckers are characters. I'll tell you that right now. They are crazy. So uh, it's, it is going to get a lot better. There's going to be debating on here. We're going to argue. You know, it's going to be it's. I mean, it's going to be a cockfest or a cockfight. Ah, oh, fuck cockfest. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> I would normally cut that out, but because I feel that it's solid gold, that is going to go in the in the final version. As I'm sure you're listening now. Anyway, um, so that is going to uh, to conclude episode one. Again, short episode. Expect anywhere from 45 to you know an hour and 45 for next episodes, um, and uh, and that's pretty pretty much it. So uh, if we would really appreciate it if you like what you've heard so far, follow us on Twitter, rating uh, rated M Gaming Pod. Like us on Facebook, Rated M Gaming Podcast. Email us with any questions. Uh, you know, any um, you can email us any kind of fan art. Um, we're at Rated M Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. So uh, just hit us up. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how much we suck. Um, you know, please leave comments and be real about your comments. Don't hold back. Uh, feel free to say whatever the fuck you want. And if you're being a whiny bitch, well, we'll tell you you're being a whiny bitch. But, you know, sometimes whiny bitches get a little more attention. So, you know, don't hesitate to, to be that bitch, okay, as I know most of you are. So, moving forward, once again, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, congratulations. And, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, thank you very much, and we hope to... Uh, to hear from you guys and uh, hopefully you'll tune into the next episode so thank you very much
And uh, this is Alex from John and John who aren't here. You guys keep gaming.